Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to episode 27 of the Level Up with KDB podcast. So chuffed to have you here and so chuffed to be bringing you the September energy report. So yes, we are taking a little break from the manifestation series and I am just so loving hearing your feedback about the manifestation series. It has been incredibly positive and I'm not surprised to be honest because I think all of us have been on our own unique manifestation journeys and I think there's a lot of comfort in hearing other people's journeys but also you know I love to give you the tips to make it easier so yes I'm just so chuffed so thank you to everyone who has slid into my DMs sharing their incredible feedback and also to everyone who has left a five-star review and rating on Spotify or Apple. As I mentioned, or I have been mentioning it, it really helps other people find the podcast. It helps the podcast thrive when you guys leave five-star reviews and ratings on those platforms. So thank you for that. And as promised, today I'm going to be reading one of those beautiful reviews of Apple Podcasts today. So I'm going to do that at the end of the episode. One of the most beautiful reviews just made my heart sing. So I'm going to be reading that out. Stay tuned to see if it was yours. Uh, but what are we doing today? We are doing, it's all about the energy report. So I just cannot believe we're in September. I know it's a bit like, well, duh, but I don't know if it's because life's so delightfully jam-packed these days or whether it's because I'm actually releasing a monthly energy report, but the year just seems to be flying by. This month is an incredible month for honestly embracing the energy of spring and that might sound a little bit confusing when we're talking about like life and business how do you embrace the energy of spring well you're going to it's all going to become clear when I start telling you about the gates that are activated based on the solar transit through your human design chart this month there is a very sort of uplifting warm supportive energy that is going to be weaving its way weaving its magic through your month so settle in grab your journey if you've got space to, if not, you know, I love to, when I'm listening to podcasts, when I hear things that really strike a chord or ring really true to me, I love to take a little screenshot of where I'm at in the podcast so I can rewind and re-listen back later. So if you are in the car or going for a walk or wherever you might be and you hear something that really sticks out, you know, take a little screenshot, come back to it later, journal on it, because that's how you're really going to get the most out of these energy reports is by actually intentionally taking time to question and get inquisitive about how the energies relate to you uniquely, how they relate to you in your life, in the phase of life, in the spiral of life that you are in at the moment. All right, let's dive in and see what September has in store for you energetically based on the solar transit through your chart. 
To start off the month from the 1st to the 4th of September, Gate 40 is activated by the Solar Transit. Gate 40 is housed in your will center, which is it holds the energy for willpower, drive, determination, and worthiness. It's a super interesting gate. Only 12% of the population have a defined will center. So your will center, when it's defined, you have consistent access to willpower. And I know a lot of people are really jealous of the the defined will people uh, because it really is that energy of being able to, when you've got your eyes firmly on the prize, being able to muster the creative energy and determination to continue going after your dreams. So it is a beautiful energy, but it does come, you know, defined or undefined. It holds shadow aspects and, and bright, beautiful, nourishing aspects regardless. Gate 40 is all about being the wise guide. I've related it to the King of Cups in the tarot. And for those of you who don't know the tarot, the King of Cups is this incredible leadership energy. It holds the energy for someone who knows what it takes to hold emotional space for others. And when in its highest form is the energy of someone who knows that they need to really nourish their own emotional space before they even try to hold space for other people. So it's that whole concept of letting yourself look after yourself emotionally, tend to your emotional needs, let yourself actually develop your emotional intelligence Let yourself be in that space, ride your emotional waves so that then you are actually capable of supporting your wider community, whether that be your family or your, you know, your business, your career. So the overarching energy of Gate 40 that we're working with between the 1st and the 4th of September is really helping to supporting the sustainable growth of the wider community by understanding your own natural gifts and talents and sharing and guiding and using them to support people with ease. So it's not just about emotional fulfillment and emotional leadership. It really is about uh, giving yourself the space and the nourishment to let yourself explore your own leadership styles as well. So you can see this is a little bit, um, we are still working with that similar kind of energy from the end of August. If you listen to last month's energy report, the purpose of gate 40 is to help you understand the value of rest and retreat as a way to replenish all the facets of your energy. So you can actually continue to contribute to your wider community. It's, you know, look, I love a good aviation reference. It is the energy of putting on your own oxygen mask first, right? You can't support your family. You can't support your community if you are not looking after yourself. So I really encourage you between the first and the fourth to explore that in yourself. What does it mean for you to put your own oxygen mask on first, right? Because this is where sustainable leadership comes from. And whether you are thinking about your personal life or your career, sustainability is the goal, right? None of us want to be burning the fuck out because we have put everything we have into one particular facet of our life. We all want to be able to show up long-term in a way that's not only nourishing for ourselves, but for our community as well. So in its highest expression, Gate 40 knows when it's time to give support and guidance and when it's time to rest, recuperate, and look after yourself. And it's another great time to ask yourself, are you valuing 
your own time? Are you putting time into prioritizing your own well-being? Do you know that what is negotiable and what is not negotiable when it comes to looking after yourself so that you can support your community? Being an authentic and honest contributor to your community is a really vital part of this energy as well. So what to look out for in terms of the shadow expression between the 1st and the 4th of September is if you're feeling like you're overgiving out of a sense of obligation or trying to prove your worth. This is super interesting for generator types and also projector uh, types. So genera- generators, manifesting generators and projectors have a really interesting relationship to this sort of overgiving out of obligation. Projectors, it's a lot of the time it's... Uh, grounded in this desire to be seen for their natural gifts and talents this desire to prove that yes I do fucking know what I'm talking about like why can't you see me and you know it always comes back to your strategy and authority if you're a projector that it's is experiencing that Um, and as a generator type we have this weird sort of relationship with people pleasing right now don't get me wrong I know that this is applicable to all energy types no matter yeah all energy types will experience some level of this to to varying degrees but generators in particular have this that we know we can feel when we're disappointing people on a visceral level and getting comfortable with that feeling is a huge part of our deconditioning journey so yeah when you might experience that between the first and the fourth with the shadow expression kind of rearing its ugly head if you're feeling like you're a bit depleted because you're overgiving out of a sense of obligation or trying to prove your worth um, or if you're letting yourself be taken advantage of and I know that that languaging is a little bit oh it might make you feel a little bit icky because it is putting you in full responsibility of what you allow other people to take from you right and yeah Look, it's the truth. We do get to choose what we give to other people. We do get to choose how we show up for other people. And we need to take responsibility for that. So that often comes back to boundaries, hey, and not enforcing them when we need to. So some questions for you between the first and the fourth to help you really uh, get the medicine from gate 40, I guess, is are you letting the fear of loneliness or not being needed drive you to overextend your time and energy with people boundaries right another question is do you see the value in rest and retreat and maybe you see the value but how good are you honoring that need that you have to rest and retreat don't forget this is all about stepping into your personal leadership so that that desire that you have to rest and recuperate can you do that without feeling guilt about any obligations that might be put to the side temporarily How do you, what's your relationship with that whole concept? And then another question you might like to ask yourself is if you're ready to prioritize your own needs to support the evolution of yourself and your wider community. I think when we start to really feel this, really know that rest and recuperation is a vital part of the success of our, our life, our business, our families, our phys, you know, our physical health. When you start feeling that on a visceral level, it becomes so much easier to say no to things out of obligation. And it is, make no mistake, it is a huge part of how we step into our personal leadership. So, you know, where are you at on that journey? Everywhere, every point on the journey is valid and worthy. So there is no finger pointing or guilt or anything needed here just a really beautiful opportunity to check in with if you're allowing yourself to nourish and protect and look after your own energy before you put others oxygen masks on
So moving on later in the month from the 5th to the 9th of September, gate 64 is activated. Gate 64 is housed in your crown energy center, the home of big ideas, inspiration, a lot of questions live in the crown energy center. And it is one of our two pressure centers in our human design chart. So yes, we do experience the pressure to solve problems through this energy center. This month, we have gate 64 activated, and I've called this gate the gate of clarity, and that embodies the energy of the sun and the tarot, that finding joy in the journey, feeling that warmth. This is what I was talking about with that spring energy, being able to be so grounded in the now, in the precious moments in your life right now that allow you to dance and play with life, even when there are no guarantees that everything will turn out roses, that we are so grounded that we can see the beauty, we can feel the sunshine, we can feel the warmth on our skin, we can feel the warmth in our heart, we can feel the warmth from the love and beauty in every single day. This is the energy of Gate 64, right? And it is the reason for this, the reason that we really want to like roll around in the bliss of gate 64 and embody this energy always, but in particular as it's activated through the from the 5th to the 9th, is because it helps us unravel the mysteries of life. How? Through being an active participant in life, through being experiential, rolling around in the muck of life and knowing that every part of it is there is a glimmer of hope and gold and goodness in each and every moment. So yeah, what a beautiful, beautiful energy to step into spring with, right? So beautiful. Now with gate 64, yes, it is a questioning gate. It's a crown energy center gate and the shadow expression of it is letting confusion stop you from being in the moment, right? So Oh, when I think about gate 64 and the, the tarot archetype of the sun, I often think about children and, you know, their beautiful, beautiful ability to look at things and not pigeonhole them, not I, not immediately try and label them, but be in a constant state of wonder. Now, if you look at the flip side of that, letting confusion, constant questioning stop you from being so deeply rooted in the sheer joy and awe of each and every moment. Oh, it just takes the shine out of life, right? It kind of keeps us stuck in a loop. It's, this is where we experience the pressure to, to solve problems, bring any ideas to completion. And quite often we have to kind of force the solution rather than letting playful presence with life, let the journey unfold and let the solution kind of come to us, right? So it is a very playful, youthful energy. It's a bright sparkly, warming, fresh energy. And I really encourage you maybe even to do a little bit of a ritual on the fifth to welcome in the energy of gate 64, this energy of letting the joy in every moment be really beautiful way to guide you and help you gain clarity without having to force solutions all the time. So some questions that you might like to ask yourself to help that is, do you get bogged down in confusion? Like constantly, do you feel like you're getting stuck in, in mental loops in your head, trying to solve problems, trying to always look forward to, to solve a problem that might not have even started yet? Clay and I talk about this all the time, fighting battles that have, may never even come to fruition. Why are you going to waste your energy on that, man? Like why? <laughs> so yeah, getting bogged down in confusion, trying to solve problems that may not even come to fruition. 
Another question you might like to ask yourself is, can you see that when you relieve the pressure to have all the answers, answers actually flow with more ease? Now, I definitely find this with my creativity and I have spoken about it quite a lot on the podcast. When I'm trying too hard to use my critical thinking to solve problems when it comes to my business, it always flows easier when I stop trying and start just coming back to what feels safe and what feels fun and what feels exciting. And usually that's going outside, getting some fresh air, moving my body, doing things that are nourishing to myself, right? So can you see that when you relieve the pressure, when you stop trying so hard, answers, clarity actually comes with more ease, that sun comes out with so much more ease. And also you can think about what past experiences have shown you that when you are present to what is, it actually really supports you in navigating life's mysteries. So it's all good and well for me to say like, yeah, just, you know, go outside, go for a walk, stop trying so hard to solve the problems. But have you got experiences in your own life that have shown you that to be true? Have you, have you got proof that that is true? Because I think most people do, but sometimes we actually have to be really conscious about remembering that. Like, yeah, there's been times when I just released the reins a little bit and let the joy of the journey guide me. I ended up in a far better place probably and with a lot more ease as well. So the last thing I encourage you to kind of ask yourself between the fifth and the ninth is what support do you need to be more comfortable with confusion? Because I think that's really what underlies all of the the tenseness and the shadow energy in gate 64 is when we just are not comfortable with confusion. We cannot find comfort in the weightlessness, you know, and I think one of the biggest gifts we can give ourselves in lives, life is really understanding that nothing is ever going to be guaranteed. So we may as well get comfortable with not knowing, right? <laughs> and really soak up the energy of the this joy in the journey and embracing every single moment for what it is rather than trying to force direction, force solutions. Okay, so between the 10th and the 15th of September, gate 47, the gate of mental resilience is activated. So this is, I've related this to the tarot archetype of strength, a card that keeps us cracked open to possibility and and never assume defeat. Like it's not over till the fat lady sings and you have got so much strength within you to be able to bring your vision and your your desires to life in this lifetime. Gate 47 is housed in your Arjuna, which is the second energy center down from the top. It is the uh, the home of conceptualization. So it's where we turn all that inspiration from our crown into concept, right? And depending on whether it's defined or undefined, you'll have a, a unique relationship to your Arjuna. But I think one of the big things that human design really one of the biggest gifts human design gives us is to remind us constantly that even though we have the ability to critical think and use our mental capacity to solve problems, it's not necessarily always where we want to go to, right? It's not necessarily always what we need to be using as our main form of decision making. Because when we do that, we do really turn down the noise of our intuition, which as I'm sure if you're listening, you know the power in that, right? But with the gate of 47, we are talking about the ability to bounce back, to forge on and stay connected to a greater vision, mission and value, even in the face of challenges. So there is this really beautiful energy of staying connected to a sense of sovereignty and your own inner strength. And 
helping use that to navigate murky times. So as much as like, honestly, I love intuition is, is everything, right? I think everything we can do to nurture and, and strengthen that muscle is going to be vital for us thriving in life. But sometimes we need our, our critical thinking to be able to support us, like almost hold that up, hold that, hold our intuition in a place where we, we don't falter. Being in the energy of possibility rather than defeat and using your mental resilience to tap into a strength that is unique to you and allows you to have those connections with inspiration and intuition and revelations that move you forward, right? Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful energy. In its shadow expression, though, it can kind of lead us to default to hopelessness in tough times. So not allowing you to see your own inner strength or quitting when you can't immediately see a solution. So can you see how this gate of 47 and the mental resilience really is holding hands with our intuition in a really supportive way? Because when you when you trust that your body wisdom and your intuition is guiding you in the right direction, you have got a little bit more of that resilience, right? But there is a there is a critical thinking aspect of that. You have to critically be able to believe and understand that it's even possible that your intuition is guiding you in the right direction. So this gate of 47 is really helping to hold that for you, right? So Some questions that you might like to ask yourself between the 10th and 15th is, do you quit too soon? Have you been quitting too soon? Or is there something that you've quit too soon on that you're ready to like dig deep to bring back? This is what I'm talking about, spring energy. It's like the bulb that's been covered in dirt and and maybe long forgotten. Is it ready to come back out? Is it ready to be, is it ready to bloom? Are you ready to breathe life into it? bring some extra energy into it to help take something that you actually really do care for, something that is really truly important to you back off the ground again. Have you got the energy, the mental capacity for it right now? That's not to say that you definitely do, but I think it's really important to ask the question, is there something that you you are ready to, yeah, let it bloom, baby? So you can ask yourself if there's anything that you've quit too soon on and is it time to circle back to it? Is there something that you've been feeling defeated about that might require more time to become fully developed? So this is another layer of this energy. Sometimes this quitting too soon actually is a really important part of the process because it allows us to kind of circle back and try and figure out if we're plateauing because we're on a learning plateau, if we're plateauing because we literally just do not have the physical resources to support us and bring a vision to life right now. Or is it that this vision isn't in alignment anymore and that's okay too. But if you are feeling defeated because your rate of progress has slowed down, sometimes there is a bit of mental resilience that needs to be tapped into to support you through that process, right? So yeah, get inquisitive about if there's anything like that in your life that you're ready to kind of breathe more life into again as well. And what practices do you have in place at the moment that really nurture your mental strength and resilience? You know, I was talking to Clay about this earlier on in the week because, you know, we talk about going to therapy and uh, his psychologist and for him, 
he can easily drop off the wagon of going to the psychologist when he's feeling mentally strong and mentally resilient. Because when you're feeling good, you don't feel like you need that support, do you? (laughs) The problem is without that consistent nurturing and consistent looking after yourself, that's when we can slip back into into energies that are not resourceful, to thought processes that are not resourceful. That's when our mental resilience can slide backwards a bit. And that's okay too, right? But I think it's really important to check in with yourself. Like, what are you doing? Are you feeling mentally strong at the moment? And if you're not, is there anything that you can welcome back into your life to support you, whether it be therapy, whether it be just surrounding yourself with better people, better friends, having better conversations? Those things are helpful as well. So over this period between the 10th and the 15th, this is a time to really like focus on building up your mental resilience or not even building up your mental resilience, but checking in on where you're at with it, right? Like where are you at in your mental resilience journey right now? Do you need support? And is what's been showing up in your outer reality to leave clues as to what your mental resilience is at the moment? Okay, so moving on to the 16th and the 21st of September, gate six, emotional intimacy. So it's a beautiful energy of the five of cups, right? Using emotional intelligence to facilitate high levels of intimacy that can withstand conflict and really are based on truth and honesty rather than suspicion and assumption. So this is an energy that we like. It's so beautiful. It's such a I mean, I think it's a very calming and very organic process that happens when you go through times of turmoil, turmoil, questioning, and then come out the other side with almost like the blinkers have come off and you now have stronger emotional intelligence, but also a lot more honesty in any relationship. And don't, don't forget, this is about emotional intimacy, not necessarily romantic relationships, although it could be, but the energy of gate six really wants you to be able to have sustainable relationships that can withstand the ups and downs of life. You know, we are relational beings. We are stronger together than we are apart. And when the energy of gate six is embodied, we learn not to control or manipulate, but to connect on a human level with love, compassion, and understanding. Like how beautiful is that? And its highest expression, gate six, is really us responding rather than reacting having a high level of awareness about your own emotional state and understanding when you're in a space a space of emotional clarity or not um, and also alongside that being willing to flow with your emotions rather than project them and knowing when the time is right to engage with others you know not interacting on social media not interacting with your partner or your kids or whoever it might be when you are in a heightened uh, either a high excessively high or excessively low emotional state and why why do we want to do this to facilitate building strong relationships through a willingness to be vulnerable but also wise about our own emotional state and its shadow expression gate six is yeah really reacting rather than responding so blaming and lashing out being unwilling to communicate or take responsibility for your part in an emotional situation I mean we've all been there right I Clay will be rolling his eyes if he hears me preaching like this. <laughs> and I'm not preaching. Like, let me be clear, I am not preaching. But it's hard sometimes to call your jets before you engage with other people when you're on an emotional journey, you know? 
when you're feeling pissed off, when you're feeling taken advantage of or whatever that your emotional needs haven't been met. So yeah, the shadow expression is really projecting your emotions onto the other without taking time to tend to your own emotional needs. So circling back to the energy at the start of the month with gate 40 of, you know, really nurturing your own energetic needs and emotional needs before you put those of others uh, at the forefront. So some questions for you for gate six over this time. Um, How willing are you to let yourself be angry to feel the freaking nasty feelings that come up that feel hot and heavy in your body without immediately projecting or lashing out onto other people this is a question of willingness to be curious about whether you do it whether you can bring awareness to it and how it's affecting your life do you understand what it means to communicate with an open heart even in emotionally charged situations. This is tricky, hey? And a a gift that I think we can all benefit from is, is learning to be both willing to listen and have boundaries with our heart and look after ourselves without just blaming and shaming and lashing out you know all those things gate six is a lot about communication right like it facilitating emotional intimacy how can it not be and then the last question that you might like to ask yourself with that energy of gate six is do you consciously protect your emotional well-being so that you are able to respond rather than react so what are you doing to support yourself through building strong emotional resilience so that you can respond rather than react when you are interacting with your loved ones or your community you know it could even be things as simple as when you get triggered by shit that's on the radio I know this happens to me pretty often hey like I'll I'll be I don't listen to the news very often because it's propaganda and bullshit if you ask me but uh, when I do catch glimpses of it I often am triggered because there are people perpetuating shitty stories and it makes me angry that people have to hear that and sometimes I do react sometimes I do swear at the radio and that's okay I'm getting it out of my system I'm not actually harming anyone what do I do to support myself through that I consciously do not engage with media a lot of the time and that is a huge part of how I maintain my own emotional well-being and resilience what about you is that kind of something that you resonate with is that something that you do to look after yourself emotionally as well these are all things to think about but the the overarching energy of gate six between the 16th and the 21st is the energy of facilitating emotional intimacy and using emotional intelligence to facilitate that right so you can use that to to build stronger bonds stronger connections in life and business throughout this time Between the 22nd and the 27th, we've got gate 46 activated, which is the reverence for the physical body. Interestingly, I have read a few different studies that talk about a lot of healers and um, 
uh, personal trainers and people in the health and wellness industry having gate 46 activated on their chart. But regardless of whether you have it activated or not, it is all about a reverence for the physical body. So obviously the tarot archetype is going to be the queen of pentacles, this overarching energy of deep love and appreciation for the physical body as a vessel for moving through life and bridging the gap between spirit and experiencing the 3D reality. Oh, I love, love, love this energy. So between the 22nd and the 27th, let's talk about looking after your body, not just in a surface level way, but like getting back to like, how is your digestive health? How is your nourishment of your body? How is your sensual health? Have those two words ever been put together before? I'm not sure, but I've just put them together and it is all part of this gate 46. Rolling around in the bliss of what it means to be a a beautiful soul experiencing life through a physical body. In its highest expression, it's treating your body with love and respect, nurturing and honoring it with food, with water, with love, with sex, with gifts, with interacting with life. And it is experiences through movement, right? It's like you are you are the interface between spirit and 3D reality. Your body is that. That is a gift that your body is. Like how freaking insane is that, that we get to be here in this beautiful body. And between the 22nd and the 27th of September, this gate is activated. So you might experience a heightened sense of this, like deep reverence for your body. In its shadow expression, it's really taking the physical self, your body, for granted. And how does that show up? Not looking after your health. Maybe it's those nasty thoughts that come up when you, you know, when you think about your body or when you look at yourself in the mirror, um, throwing judgment towards it, being disconnected from your body. Oh, so, yeah, so... The shadow expression is really, really just us not being connected with the gift of what our body does for us, but also just what it is, right? It is that beautiful connection. We are the interface between spirit and life and our body allows us to engage with that. And I think if nothing else between the 22nd and the 27th, like let yourself have that, do what it takes to feel your body, feel connected, reconnect with your body. Some gate. 46 questions that you might like to ask yourself. What is your relationship to looking after your physical body? I mean, we talk and I talk a lot about about mental health, emotional health, energetic health. I guess physical health is probably more spoken about in mainstream chat. We all want to look good, but do we put sleep at the top of the priority list? Do we put washing our hair at the top of the priority list? Do we put getting our hair done? Do we put, you know, taking our probiotics at the top of the priority list? I know I freaking do. I'm obsessed with probiotics. <laughs> but, you know, at what practices do you have that are honoring your body? Is this is this energy, is this time in the month a really good time to pull the circuit breaker and reset for you to refocus on looking after your physical health? And not just like in a practical sense, but in a nourishing sense, right? Like what do you do to roll around in the reverence of your body? How do you make yourself feel good? Think about that over this time because like what a gift. I wish 
you know, I wish I had have had these lessons or been more conscious about how beautiful a gift my body was when I was younger. I think if we can perpetuate the the concept of us, like how precious our body is and how much of a gift it is, no matter what it looks like, no matter what form it takes, every single one of us has got a beautiful fucking body that deserves deep reverence. And I don't care what anyone says, what whether you are tall or short or thin or thick, whatever your body is, it is beautiful and it is totally, totally worthy of deep reverence. Okay, so 28th to the 30th of September. Gate 18, the gate of correction. Ooh, I have got a lot of clients with gate 18 activated and projectors. You often, I actually, I think every projector I've worked with has gate 18 activated. Uh, and it is a beautiful energy that is all about guiding and correcting things to be better. It can show up as perfectionism. So between the 28th and the 30th, it might be that you you might find that you kind of have this narrowing perspective on things where you're hyper-focused on perfecting something or you're getting triggered by people that aren't doing things that are in the way that you would like them to be done. Uh, that can come up as well. But the overarching energy of Gate 18 is really to help us spot patterns or things that are out of alignment and have the instinct to correct them. Oh, again, another beautiful spring energy that's helping guide us back into alignment. Like, ah, oh, so good, so good. So its purpose is to provide the insights that help individuals and the collective develop their crafts and become more skilled. It is an evolutionary gate. It's an evolutionary energy that helps us become more evolved humans. So there is beautiful reason for it, right? In its highest expression, gate 18 will help us spot patterns that need correcting. And here's the real magic, wait for the right time to share those corrective insights. So I know all the projectors out there know that journey, right? It's one thing to be able to see when things have gone awry or need fixing, but it's a completely another thing to know when the time is right to fix them or when it is the time to share your insights. So gate 18 really does have this natural ability to see how to improve and make things better. Um, but also I think really in its highest expression, gate 18 will know when it's okay to accept flaws when they're not critical to an evolutionary purpose, right? So not letting that perfectionism or that like, I'm going to use the words high standards, stop you from moving forward essentially. Because the shadow expression of gate 18 is being overly critical, not waiting for the right time to share your insights, being too obsessed with being right or being perfect with very little regard for why you're doing that. And also not being comfortable with being wrong. Oof. So how do you relate to this energy? Does it feel like a natural skill or does it feel like something that holds you back? Does does perfecting energy come naturally to you? If not, if you feel like you do would really benefit from applying some of this energy in your life, maybe the time between the 28th and the 30th, you can invoke the energy of gate 18 to support you in just helping you refine and course correct a little bit to make things a little bit better. And then just if you are someone that really relates to this energy of perfectionism and look honestly 
I think perfectionism is kind of gets a bad rap these days, hey, because it can hold you back. It can keep you really stuck. But we all want to do a great job and at least perfectionism guides us to keep striving, right? The trick is to find balance. The trick is to find the the sweet spot between knowing that you're doing the best that you can, knowing that you're moving towards something better, that you're moving towards m- making something more beautiful, more efficient, more upgraded, and also knowing that perfection doesn't really exist. So letting go of that pressure to achieve perfection whilst always always moving forward or also moving forward. I hope that makes sense. All right, team, that is the energy report for September. Super juicy energies. I love the energy of spring that is infused throughout. There is a lot of opportunity for circling back to stuff that has kind of popped up earlier on in the year and seeing if it's worthy of your energy again, seeing if you are ready to nurture it again, breathe life into it again, but perhaps with some new boundaries, perhaps with looking after your emotional and mental and physical body first, you know, what boundaries do you need around them to help then take your projects, move forward with them and breathe life into them without breaching your own boundaries in those ways. So let me know how you go for the month of September. Let me know what resonated. Let me know how you're going in general, if you're loving the podcast. Um, That brings me to, I'm very excited to be able to share this week's five-star Apple review for the Level Up with KDB podcast. So this comes from Emma the Vet. She says, the title is Your Weekly Dose of Inspiration. Thanks, Emma. Emma says, I absolutely love listening to KB. She is so authentic and real and has incredible insight. This weekly podcast makes me smile and there are always little nuggets of wisdom to be taken away and implemented. Everyone needs a little bit of KDB in their life. Oh, thank you, Emma. So chuffed. You know I love it. I love hearing this beautiful feedback. And if you want your review read out on the podcast, why not drop one in... Actually, Spotify, you can't leave a review. You can leave five stars, but Apple, you can leave a review. And I would love to read it out on the podcast. Next week, team, we are back into the manifestation series with another episode with another incredible human and another incredible manifestation success story. I cannot wait for you to wrap your ears around it. It is going to be incredible. So don't miss that. Make sure you're subscribed. If you know someone that you think would really love the podcast, why not share it with them, tag them? You know, the more people that hear it, the better for sure. Until next week, team, take care. Keep milking the shit out of life and I'll catch you in the next episode.